everyone. Welcome to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and here we share stories from women around the world to empower, encourage, and educate young girls and women to dream without limitations. Today, I have the ultimate pleasure of speaking with Ms. Leslie Yerger, and she's an author and speaker. I'm so excited to be able to have her here to share her story. She has such an uplifting message to women around the world to just empower and uplift and motivate. And I'm so excited to have her here to share that today. So hi, Leslie, how are you doing today? I am doing great. And thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about doing this. Awesome. Awesome. I'm excited to have you share your story. Um, I want to open up for you to be able to allow the audience to know a little bit more about you and what you do. Okay. Um, I am 58 years old and I live on the outskirts, uh, northwest suburbs of Chicago, um, mother of three adult children, um, you know, happy, good life. And about three years ago now, I was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. Um, wow. Long story about how that came about, but it was really an accident that we found out. Um, and mm. the startling part of this is, is that that was literally two months after an all clear mammogram and ultrasound. Mm. So, you know, fast forward six to eight months after that, after I adjusted to the diagnosis, started the treatment that I was on, so on and so forth, that, you know, I, I began to develop this, I mean, I'll call it a dream if, if, if you want, because I think it is one. And the dream is, is that this never happens to anyone else. Mm -hmm. that, you know, we get to the point where our breast cancer screening for women everywhere takes into account breast density, which is, was the problem that I had. Um, mm -hmm. And so that those women get the breast cancer screening that they need to have that I didn't get mm -hmm. um, so that their breast cancer can be found if it's there. Right. So that's really what I've become. I've morphed into this author, speaker, advocate for advanced breast cancer screening um, mm -hmm. that will benefit millions and millions and millions of women. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, nothing's going to stop me. You know, it, you, could, you could say that's a huge problem to solve and I'm not a doctor and I'm not on the, you know, board of this, that, and the other thing that would make those kind of decisions. But um, mm -hmm. What I'm doing is just advocating, educating, and empowering every woman that I can find to talk to, um, to educate them so that they can get better than, than I had. Awesome. And I know that has had to be very scary because stage four is so progressive that, you know, a lot of people do not come back from that and don't recover. And it's it's a blessing truly that you were able to uh, overcome that and be able to share your story with women around the world to just share the message of being tested. So what did they um, suggest to you being that, you know, you had an all clear mammogram and ultrasound and then two months later, boom. Yeah. Like, uh, what do you suggest to someone like that? Okay. So um, this was all for really one reason that this happened. And that is because um, about half of the women in the United States and really women everywhere have what's called breast density. And it's completely normal. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, but our breasts are really made up of two things. One is fat 
and mm-hmm. one is the other stuff that's in your breast, which is the lobules, the ducts, and all that kind of stuff that are milk producing. I mean, really, that's what our breasts are for. As sexualized right. as they've become, that's what <laughs> it really is. And that's right. where the cancer starts. So depending upon your mix of how much of that you have and how much fat you have determines your density. And here's the mm-hmm. problem with density is that the density is white on a mammogram. Mm-hmm. And so is cancer. So mm-hmm. one radiologist that I talked to likened it to trying to find a white bunny in a snowstorm. Mm-hmm. You can't, right? One right. match the other. It's difficult to see cancer through breast density. And so mm-hmm. millions and millions, almost half of us are affected by this. And the medical industry has known this for decades and nothing. And how, what are they going to do to change it? Like, right. so we're going to get screened like they tell us and then, probably, you know. Yeah. And then, and then come to find out that it really doesn't work effectively at all for many, many of us. And here's the insult to injury is that uh-huh. the more dense you are, the less likely it is your cancer is to be seen on a mammogram and the more likely it is that you will get breast cancer in the first place because the more dense you are the higher your risk Ah, right right? that's right i mean like the more you need it the less effective it is basically Uh i'm talking about so there are other newer screening techniques out there Mm-hmm. That really aren't being used. I learned this when I went to the Mayo Clinic for my the treatment for my cancer. You know, mm-hmm. there's something called molecular breast imaging. There are a couple other modalities that people are starting to use more of too. There's just the MRI, which is out there. You know, right. um, very expensive though. Um, and then mm-hmm. another thing called contrast enhanced mammography. But the industry is being so so slow to adopt these for women with breast dense breast. Uh, breast sorry breast mm-hmm. density, it's a tongue twister, um, that a lot of radiologists have said to me, you know, if we're going to make this leap, if we're going to get better for women with density, then it's going to have to come from the women. So that was my call. I heard that. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay. We have to speak up for ourselves. Maybe that's what I should do. Maybe that's my calling. Maybe that's why I got this. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I can't answer those questions really. But Mm -hmm. um, maybe it is. So that's what I do. That's what I have become. Um, And so like I write, I speak, um, I do podcasts, I do Mm op-eds and papers. I do all this kind of stuff just to get that out there because I want every woman to discuss her density with her doctor. Find mm-hmm. out your density, discuss it with your doctor, and get the screening you deserve to have. Not particularly right. what I have on offer, because those can be two different things. Right. So being that, you know, we're known that, um, we know that the typical screening is a mammogram. How are women supposed to know about all of these different other methods? And, you know, how, how are we supposed to know that? Right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's basically new information, but what, Mm -hmm. what, but what I tell women is the first thing that you can do, the very first step in all this is to find out your breast density. And there's only Mm -hmm. one way to do that. So you don't have a choice in how you're going to find out. There's one way to do it. And that is to get a mammogram. So I'm not saying don't get mammograms. I'm not saying, you know, that they're bad. I'm just saying that's where it starts. 
Mm -hmm. So based on what they see on that mammogram, they, they will tell you what your density level is mm -hmm. and they'll, they'll be able to tell, okay, I can really see something here if it's there, or I really can't see something, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then based on that information, we should be talking with our primary care physicians or our OBGYNs, whoever we go to that, you know, we talk to these things about mm -hmm. and then get a next level of supplemental screening. Um, mm -hmm. so people use ultrasound, it finds a few more, but it's not as effective as some of these other things that I'm talking about, molecular right. imaging, you know, MRIs or um, contrast enhanced mammography. So right. I'm also working on a website called My Density Matters um, and it lays all this out and I think in a pretty easy to understand fashion and that's another resource. That we okay, can. awesome. Yeah, yeah, we'll put that in the description Absolutely. in the show notes. Um, so for for instance, I, I know you mentioned that a lot of these extra tests are very expensive. Mm -hmm. How can women who can't afford these things, how can they get access to this? It's are there programs out there or? There are a few. I know Mercy Medical in New York has a program that actually, you know, people can apply to and get their supplemental screening things paid for. So that's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. um, it is often covered, differs a little state by state, but Medicare and Medicaid do pay for some of these things. A couple okay. tips that I've heard. Um, if you say, if your doctor says it's medically necessary, or if you say you have a family history, they're much more likely to, you know, okay the payment. But the good okay. thing about um, molecular breast imaging, and I'm, I'm not sure how much contrast mammography um, costs, but it's significantly less than an MRI with basically equal result. Okay. So they're actually working on ways to find a lot more for about the equal cost to a 3D mammogram. So mm -hmm. heading in the right direction, right? Less uh -huh. cost for better functionality, you know, to mm -hmm. help us save our lives. Because once mm -hmm. you get to stage four, there is no cure. Right. You treat it for a while, but there is mm -hmm. no cure. And so that's right. what this is all about, you know, is to mm -hmm. find that cancer before it spreads to another part of the body where it's not curable. Right. So. Most definitely. I feel like I'm learning, my mind is like mind blown right now. I feel like I'm learning so much. Like I was a pre-med student and I mean, none of this was mentioned at all. I didn't even know about these different imaging techniques because they just tell you the common ones that are used. So I think this is very important to share. And then I want to talk about, you know, you going through this. Um, how do you stay, um, let's say, in the right mindset to be able to help others and teach others and keep going every single day? Right. Um, well, I mean, I went through, you know, about 30 seconds of why me, how could this happen, et cetera, mm -hmm. you know, as anyone would. Mm -hmm. um, and then two years ago now, um, actually two years ago yesterday, I started walking the Camino de Santiago. I don't know if anybody knows what that is out there, but it's an ancient pilgrimage that people walk um, mm -hmm. miles and miles and miles to a cathedral in the northwest 
part of Spain. Anyway, it's a very famous pilgrimage. And I walked for 40 days from France all the way across the top of Spain. That's part of what's wow. in the book. And um, I just did it to like deal with the unknown, learn to mm -hmm. deal with, you know, the future, my unknown future, really. Because mm -hmm. um, I don't know how long this current set of treatments going to last. I don't know if the next thing's going to work. You know, I just a million things that I don't know about it and I'm not going to know about it until we get there. So right. I did that, right. I did that to, you know, to learn to cope. But then, you know, after that, um, it's really the work that I'm doing now that keeps me going. I'm just so motivated mm -hmm. to get the word out there and affect some change. Um, mm -hmm. And fun, fun, fun to say that my local hospital here in um, Illinois is now mm -hmm. getting molecular breast imaging and they will start to um, not treat people, but screen people with it in a couple months mm -hmm. once they get the equipment in and established and learn how to use it and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I never thought I would get that far. I never thought that would happen, but lo and behold, persist, 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 insist, mm -hmm. keep talking mm -hmm. and it happened. You know, so for anybody who right. thinks that they're taking on something out there that, that they never thought they could do that, you know, seems too big, seems too impossible. Mm -hmm. It's not right. Just go for it. Most definitely. I love your energy. I love um, what you're talking and what you're sharing. I feel like everyone in the world needs to know about this and needs to spread this word because mm -hmm. we don't even know that, you know, this is. Like, like I said, I was biomed student, had no clue about all of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's an outrage, really. It's an outrage. Mm -hmm. And um, how this got found out is, is there were a couple of women about 10 years ago who experienced something what I, like what I've experienced. And they kind of figured mm -hmm. it out, right? They kind of figured out mm -hmm. that, oh, right? My cancer is right. advanced because you couldn't see it in the mammogram. So you hear, you hear women, you know, talk about, oh, I got called back. They want more images. We're not sure. We're watching that spot. All these kind of nebulous, like, and you just have to sit back and ask yourself, what's that about? Right. Why can't we know one right way away. or the other? And it's all because the imaging that we're using is difficult to see through. Otherwise, once they took the picture, it would be a yes or a no, and we could move on. But instead, it's, mm -hmm. oh, we need a little bit more. We're not sure. Let's wait and see. Blah. Like, we don't need that. You know, let, right. let's, let's move on from that. And we can. Mm -hmm. And we so can. What, so what's one thing that you would tell women who may be experiencing breast cancer right now or to help women to prevent these things? What is something that you would tell those separate sets of women? That Just to encourage them through already, their practice. That has been yes. already. Mm -hmm. um, well, a couple things. If, you know, if it's not stage four, it's curable. You can get rid of it and do all you can to do that. Mm -hmm. And if you have any breast tissue left, that is, if you got a lumpectomy or a one-side mastectomy or something like that, and if you have dense breasts, don't let them just go back to a mammogram. 
to find for a, a recurrence because mm-hmm. that's the ultimate in ridiculousness as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. You know, to have, once you've had breast cancer, you're a high risk for getting it again. You know, it's mm-hmm. anywhere from 10 to 40, sort of average of a 30% chance that it will recur depending mm-hmm. upon a lot of things. But if you then are going back to just a plain old mammogram that's masked by all the density in your breast and you've got a 30% mm-hmm. chance of recurrence, Right. No, just, just no. There are better ways to surveil your breast health than that. But I hear it all the time and it drives me insane. So that was, that's one thing that I would like, you know, every survivor to think about, you know, mm-hmm. is when you're going back, you know, you're a higher risk. So you need more imaging than something mm-hmm. that you can't see through. Right. Most definitely. And I love that through all of this, like you're still a dreamer. Dreaming never stops. And, you know, that's here what we're on made to dream. Whatever, whatever your life circumstances are, you still have the ability to dream. So um, I know that you have a, a couple of things that you have planned, a couple of things that you have going out um, into production. Let us know what those are. I want to, the audience to know that even through your circumstances, you're an author, you're a speaker, and you have, you're, you still are able to dream even through your circumstances. What are some of those things that you are working on? Oh, well, um, I'm going to be on um, a live uh, thing on LinkedIn, October 1st, which is the first day of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So that's, mm-hmm. that's big. Um, social media wise, um, we're on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, so identity matters, all of those things. We're going to be putting out all kinds of material, all kinds of information, all kinds of useful tools for women everywhere to use to Mm -hmm. deal with their density if they have it. Um, so if anybody's interested in following any of that to get information that can help them or that can help them help someone else too, Mm -hmm. I mean, like spread this out, right? Don't stop Mm -hmm. with yourself, take care of yourself first, tell a friend, you know, and then just keep Mm -hmm. going. Um, and so that, that's, that's what we're, that's what we're going to be doing this October. And I hope that, um, everybody at least takes the first step. And that's finding out their density. By law, they must tell you. Mm-hmm. It should be in your mammogram report. And if it's not, you can mm-hmm. call and find out. It might not be easy. They might not want to tell you. They might have right. red tape, da 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 da. Insist and persist and find it out. It's very important. Most definitely. Definitely. Well, this was truly informative. Um, I feel like I need to go. I have a lot of work to do as well to spread all of this information that you shared here on this show, because I'm pretty sure a lot of, lot, a lot of women do not know the information that you just shared here. And there's so much more to gain from you. So we'll definitely have that website linked below for women to check it out, get to know more about this because it's serious. We're not being taken care of and we need to fight for ourselves. We need to fight for our health and, you know, just be an advocate for it all together. So many lives could be saved by this. Absolutely right. And um, unfortunately, we've got to advocate for ourselves because 
we aren't being advocated for. Nope, not so, at all. I feel like that's that's the biggest obstacle women are facing right now. I trying agree. to be heard, trying yeah. to advocate for ourselves, and trying to fight for our rights. Yes, and every woman is this, you know, unique, special, you know, glorious being that has meant to do so many things. Mm-hmm. And if you have breast cancer, you know, that's just one more thing keeping you from being all you can be. So mm-hmm. if we have it, let's find it early, nip it in the bud when it's teeny tiny and move on with your life that you are meant to live. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a nuisance to take care of, but if it's not taken care of, then it controls you instead of you controlling it. Most definitely. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to share before we go ahead and close out anything that you'd like the audience to know, anything you'd like them to follow? Um, any last words? Yeah, no, just, um, just what I've said, find out that density. That is your first step. You find out through a mammogram, speak to your doctor about it. It must be in your report. If it's not, then find out, you know, call your doctor, call the radiologist, whatever you have to do. Um, anything and everything that you want to find out about me or what I'm doing, you can find out through leslieferrisyerger.com books, speaking, all that kind of stuff. Um, and don't forget to follow My Density Matters on all those, you know, social media sites. Learn more, spread the word. Awesome, awesome. So excited to have had you here. I think this is a great piece to be shared. Great information that we've been able to learn here. Ladies, go get yourself checked. Um, learn more from Leslie about your breast density and experiences that she has been through to make it better for women because if we don't advocate for ourselves who will but we thank you once again leslie for being here educating us and you know just being a light paving a way and advocating for our rights we thank you everyone else once again for tuning in this is made to dream i'm your host my chanel and we'll see you again